Welcome to the Von Nelson Podcast. Today is the second quarter 2022 Von Nelson Select recap call. In the second quarter of 2022, the Von Nelson Select strategy returned negative 15.46% gross, negative 15.69% net, and that's versus the S&P 500 at negative 16.10%, which brings a year-to-date return through the second quarter for the Von Nelson Select strategy to negative 17.52% gross, negative 17.95% net, and again versus the S&P 500 at negative 19.96%. And with me today is Lead Senior Portfolio Manager, Scott Weber. And with that, Scott, I will turn things over to you. Thanks, Dan. Man, what an ugly, ugly quarter. Just nothing but down. There wasn't even anything in the internals that made it exciting. Uh, As you said, the portfolio declined less than the markets, so we're glad for that. But man, losing money really doesn't seem like a lot of fun, does it? Uh, The market continues to be concerned about mounting inflation pressure. The word transitory is being banded about as a punchline now. Deglobalization, I think, continues to to occur, which will will denigrate margins, uh, productivity, etc., and there's no end in sight to the invasion of Ukraine. So there's just not a lot of fun things to talk about. Um, when you look to the contribution that uh, each of the sectors had, there was absolutely no sector that contributed positively during the quarter. They were all negative. Financials, industrials, materials, and consumer discretionary were all down even more than 20%. Staples, healthcare, and energy were the only sectors with a decline that was less than 10%. You saw a rotation last year uh, from from tech leadership into commodities. That really kind of ceased as everything went down together. Um, flipping over to attribution, as you mentioned, select lead from an attribution perspective. The relative performance was really broad-based. There wasn't a single name or a single sector that, that carried the freight here. It was across the board. Consumer discretionary, technology, healthcare, communications, and utilities all outperformed in the portfolio versus the index holdings. Financials, industrials, material, and energy did not keep pace with the index holdings. And cash levels were down just a little bit as we were able to use the decline to opportunistically add to a few positions. In terms of changes in the portfolio, I mean, trading was scant. There really wasn't a, an interesting chance to shape the portfolio. That broad-based decline re- really hit everybody. So there were no new names in the portfolio and no uh, exited names in the portfolio. That said, the characteristics of the portfolio remain consistent with our typical profile. We have high active share, mid-80s, higher ROE than the index, roughly the same ROA as the index. Interestingly, our market cap skews a little bit smaller, particularly as over the last year, we've reduced exposure to some of the larger names, and a lot of those larger names tend to be tech-weighted names. Um, So our valuation statistics uh, are, again, comparable to the index, maybe a little bit higher, but recall that we don't own uh, banks, Uh, we don't own any real estate, so our valuation statistics are going to look higher there. Turning now to factors, those were also consistent with our typical profile. Um, Allocation contributed positively to performance, which was unusual. Uh, It's also different than the fundamental attribution. But there were no significant or pronounced factor preference shifts in the second quarter. The portfolio continues to show better factor diversification than the benchmark, due largely to the concentration of mega cap names at the top of the index. The top six names are essentially moving monolithically within the index. um, And our portfolio is more granular in that regard. 
We are uh, long volatility, but that is offset by a significant position that's short. It's also it's significant and influential uh, in, in that it we're short beta. So if you look at active risk versus the factor exposure in the portfolio, the active return volatility ticked up a little bit to just under 6%. The active risk, which is due to stock-specific risk as opposed to general factor risk in the portfolio, was a little over 60%, again, consistent with where we've been. Um, Looking forward, um, strong positive stock selection would be the main driver from a factor basis. And, And as a reminder, in the fundamental attribution you know, allocation drove the alpha. That's backward looking because it's looking at performance. The factor analysis looks at our positioning today vis-a-vis the market. And so that's why it differs. It is unusual that it's different, but I just point that out in this quarter. Uh, The style effects that we had were pronounced. And again, as a concentrated fund, it's partly because we own fewer names and largely because our names are distinguished from the index without having that giant chunk at the top. Uh, of those those tech-heavy names that we described earlier. So, uh, recapping that, long volatility, significantly short influential beta, sorry, significantly short and influential exposure to beta. We have better quality names, which has really helped the relative performance in the downturn. The other thing that helped the relative performance in the downturn is that there was a market preference for smaller names. And given that we don't own that giant as much as the giant chunk at the top of the index that I referred to, that smaller overall market size helped us. Um, other macro points to bring up, you know, inflation is obviously the giant word. The fears continue. But interestingly, the commodity trade has faded as, uh, as rotation has continued away from, you know, first big tech, then the commodity trades post the, in- the invasion. And now things like healthcare and staples have been leading but the market is still sort of grasping for where that leadership's going to come from. You know, where, where's going to be safe, safe port in the storm, essentially, as we've continued to have drawdowns. Um, the yield curve is now inverted. Uh, that suggests perhaps that investors are expecting that policymakers will eventually have to relent in the fight against inflation. Uh, it's a tough bet to make because inflation is such a political hot button issue. Um, you know, that, that's going to be certainly through the election what we hear about the most. The other thing that's interesting is on a year-on-year comparison, we are anniversarying easier monetary and fiscal policy. So that makes base rate comparisons more challenging um, just by by comparison. Um, The dollar continues to rip. The dollar's up over 13% year-to-date. That's definitely going to help the earnings of unhedged exporters. And as I alluded to earlier, we think it's drawing in capital from foreign markets. Just as this may be one of the safer ports in the storm, even though it's down, it's just down less. Meaning the equity market's down less, broadly speaking. Equity valuations really getting closer to, to you know long-term averages. It's it's too soon to say it's really cheap. It's cheaper than it's been. Um, Spreads in fixed income are widening. As a consequence, you see less issuance. There's definitely almost no equity issuance. I mean, when, it, when I said at the outset that that you know it's 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 going down and it's not fun. The the only thing going up right now is correlation. Um, so let's flip to positioning. Given that we didn't make any changes, the positioning was not altogether that different since we last cut a podcast. We did opportunistically add to a couple of names. Frankly, that helped during the quarter. We continue to have the lowest beta that we've had in years. Um, I, I mentioned earlier that leadership shift 
from long-duration, higher convex equities to commodity producers, now shifting towards healthcare and staples. You know, we're, we're looking for what's next. Uh, heading into the election, it's usually not safe to, to try and lean on healthcare as, as your leadership. Uh, I, I, I just think what we have is a bunch of noise right now in the drawdown as people are selling what they can. Um, that said, our portfolio, like I said, has a quality bias that we prefer. It has better leverage statistics. We're short a beta from a factor standpoint. All, all those, I think, to the extent you need to own equities are the right places to be. And so we think we've got the portfolio position for this. And at the same time, we're doing a heck of a lot of work identifying businesses that are using this as an opportunity to invest, using this as an opportunity to put capital to work, looking for returns to come in the future. This is kind of like, uh, I've, on a couple of calls, jokingly referred this as a bit of the Barney's Warehouse sale. We're finding some bargains, and we're starting to feather into them. And so we're just be doing it patiently because you know, n- nobody knows what, when, where, or how we find a bottom here. We're looking for it, but we're using this as an opportunity to sort of shift our research efforts, and that that will lead a portfolio shift towards better uh, positioning for this portfolio for the future. And that's all I got for you, Dan. Well, good. Well, thank you, Scott. Um, and as lo- ugly, ugly as it's been the first half of the year, um, great work you know, staying ahead of the outpacing those, those benchmarks. Um, and hopefully the, the second half looks a little, uh, little brighter next time we uh, connect. So thank you very much, and we will talk soon. The views, information, and or opinions expressed during this podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Von Nelson and its employees. Von Nelson does not verify and assumes no responsibility for the accuracy of any of the information contained in the podcast. The primary purpose of the information, opinions, and thoughts presented in this podcast is to educate and inform. This podcast, or any podcast in the series, does not constitute professional investment advice or services, and any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk. Past performance is not an indication of future performance. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents of this podcast are the property of Von Nelson and, or used by Von Nelson with permission and are protected under U.S. copyright and trademark laws. Securities discussed within this podcast may be held in the Von Nelson strategies.